I'm also um, I, we can cut this if we don't if it's not funny. Or I don't think you say that we never cut it. We no. do, I mean, we kind of do well, only if it's like offensive. But like, uh, you know <laughs> so what? I'm also, you know, I'm also I'm also seeing a new therapist tomorrow. <gasps> yeah. So tomorrow, when everyone's listening to the motorcycle milk episode, I will be uh, meeting my new therapist for the first time. How do you feel about that? Are you excited? Are you thrilled? Are you nervous? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I wouldn't say nervous. I just curious, curious. I've only had one and it was a fantastic relationship. And, uh, you know, there's probably a good cahoots title that would be something about therapy, but we, haven't, we don't have it yet. So we haven't pitched a therapy movie. Was that what the, uh, the, the, the chain of title was a therapy one? Mm, wasn't you're it? right. You're that right, was the right. one. That was the one we've done. Yeah, we dove deep into that yeah the the the, the, the hollywood therapist a, that yeah. steals ideas yes, and stuff right. like that yeah um welcome to cahoots y'all yeah hey guys uh again gals and anyone that's listening uh this is ben speaking i want to add animals to that list um i'm kate <laughs> and you know uh we're we're glad to be here we're we're trying to as we said in the previous episode we're trying to to store up as much stuff as we can before some upcoming travel that we're both doing. How are you feeling about it? It's that? not to the Grand Canyon. <laughs> no. <laughs> Though I do want to go on a Grand Canyon trip. Have you been to the Grand Canyon? I went when I was a kid, but I would like to go back and I would like to, that'd be a fun road trip. Yeah. I've been there as a teenager and it, it you know the thing it's about so the Grand breathtaking. Canyon? breathtaking. It's, yeah, it's like you, you, you think it's going to be kind of like, oh, whatever. Yeah. At least I did. Snooze. And in turn, in fact, it's like maybe the most like majestic, yeah. awe-inspiring thing I've like ever seen. It's the biggest thing you can it's, see. Uh, my experience seeing the Grand Canyon, I think I was in seventh, no, like eighth grade, maybe ninth grade, somewhere around there. Um, it, but it, it is that exactly that. It's it was one of those things where I up until that point I don't think I'd ever been so overwhelmed you know i'd seen pictures and all that because usually mm-hmm. it is the it's the funny opposite right like mm-hmm. you go i think the first time i ever traveled i went to washington dc in like seventh grade and you see monuments you see the white house growing up and your textbooks and all that kind of stuff and you just sort of like and then you get there and you're like oh it's just it's mm-hmm. it's just like a black gate with a yeah, there thing it is. and there it is and it's you know it's cool but like mm-hmm. yeah and then I will say though, there New York does have that kind of palpable, yeah. Like yeah, first that, first time you get out of the car in New York is yeah, like, is whew, a, is, yeah. a, is, a, is a something, yeah. But yeah, the Grand Canyon was my very first experience of that. But there's got to be a word for that. Like, the sublime there, is that the sublime? That's I mean that's in 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 art. Um, yeah, there's the a sort of concept of being sort of like um, overwhelmed by. Uh, you know the grandeur of of something and it's typically you know sort of thought of in terms of like you know sort of god or something like that but that like you know you're you're there's there's like a painting of like a monk on the ledge of a like on the edge of a precipice looking out over a thing and it's like that's oftentimes brought up as that and it's 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 what you feel like if you're sitting at the edge of the grand canyon looking down at it that like you you feel small but in a way that is also sort of inspiring and kind of like amazing. It's not like a terrifying thing necessarily, although it could be that too. But like this, the feeling of the feeling, the sublime is what. Yeah, I'd probably do a terrible job. My art history professors would be, uh, you know, you're going to be now. writing in at uh, Cahoots Podcast <laughs> at Gmail dot com. Tell me I'm a shithead Everyone. and I know nothing about art. But. You can also write in to Ben and tell him 
give him the wiktionary yeah. <laughs> definition. Um, so, yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna just we're gonna get into it. We're gonna try and do these things, and uh, we're gonna get what we can out of them. We found one on the list today. I don't know where it came from. It could have been you, Kate. It might have been our friend Colin, who we've referenced multiple times. Colin, if it was you, thank you. If it wasn't you, you're kind of getting credit for this. I don't remember who else it would have been, unless it was your mom. We don't, don't have any so. other friends. My mom is our other friend. So the title is Governing Bodies. Governing Bodies. I, I think there's an automatic immediate thing here that I can jump straight into. Um, I think it's the most obvious one. I think it's like a like a sort of a 90s style erotic, uh, you know, sort of like, I don't know if thriller is the right word because I'm not necessarily saying that people are going to be like, you know, getting killed or anything like that. But like, you know, like Basic Instinct or Fatal Attraction, those are both more like the thriller things. But like like Disclosure was the was the, the 90s, that's the sexual harassment in reverse kind of thing. But like governing bodies as a sort of sexy affairs within you know i don't know if it's within congress or if it's within the, within the white house or like you know like a sexy version of the west wing that's what governing bodies sounds like to me okay you know like something where like i like the fatal attraction meets west wing yeah you know yeah that's like it's like uh you know the chief of staff is you know secretly having liaisons with the you know i don't know you know, pick your pick. I don't know. What's it's it's like that some sort of just like '90s kind of tone. Yeah, you just it's a it's a Michael Douglas movie, Governing Bodies. You know, like yeah. I don't. You know, it's like the plots are sort of perfunctory. It's like something sexy that something goes awry. You know, it's kind of like season one of House of Cards could have been called Governing Bodies. Ooh, you know what I mean? Um. I can keep going on. I it, also I think, have I, like. But an, if you got one, go. Well, there is. I mean, there. Did you see the the in the trades? This there was this movie that I read about, and I thought this was something we literally could have just pitched on cahoots, and it's getting made. Mm-hmm. It's about a. It's a bunch of strippers, and like Cardi B has a cameo in it, and I, I want to say J Lo is in it. I, and no, I heard something about yeah. this. What is it called again? Or what is I have it? no idea, but it's it's like a bunch of strippers like pulling off an operation or something you know it's like some sort yeah, of oh, heist totally. movie or yeah. some, something yeah. in that world where it's like mm-hmm. and um so so yeah i <laughs> to me a governing bodies could also be like a bunch of lady cops <laughs> mm-hmm. that and then the, the only reason i brought up that other th- movie that's actually happening and filming right now um like there could there'd be a scene where they have to like you know they're like they're cops that are good at their job. They take their job seriously. They're, there's mm-hmm. like some detectives, whatever. But then, you know, at some point they have to go into like the brothel or the strip club or something. Mm-hmm. And so they have to like play. I don't know. It's just there's there could be With like that. The cops going undercover as strippers thing. Kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. But but at the end of the day, they're there to govern. Not really. They're there to <laughs> serve and they're there they're to serve of, they're and They're part of the executive protect. branch of the government. They're there to serve or protect or as RuPaul says, mm-hmm. I think it's swerve and protect or something. Protect and swerve. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Swerve and yeah. Well, I mean, governing bodies also sounds like 
it sounds like it could be one of those like like um, the Melissa McCarthy movies. Yes. Like the, like the Heat, was that the one where her and Sandra Bullock are cops? Like it's like you sort of like a Sandra Bullock, Melissa McCarthy cops that go undercover as like, um, you know, whether it is like uh, strippers or like, you know, escorts or something like that to some sort of sting to take down like, you know, Mitch McConnell or whatever. You know what I mean? Where it's like it's like some some sort of like it's slightly heightened comedic thing that's involves bodies and government and some sort of a, you know, it's like a comedy version of that or something like that. Like, I mean, that's like the funny, I don't know if I want to get off onto that, but like, that would be like the, I don't know. Save me here. Cause I, I like, <laughs> there's, there's funny jokes in this that I don't know that I want to tell, but like, wait, you said it's Melissa McCarthy. Yeah. It's, it would be like the thing where it's like Melissa McCarthy and like, um, you know, um, who's who's like um, yeah, J Lo would be J Lo. Okay, so they're both cops and they're partners, and so there's like something that where they, they they need there's like some they need to take down Mitch McConnell for some reason because like he's he's like there's women that have reported crimes like that he's like hurt them or something like that, but they don't uh, they don't have evidence that so they're going to go undercover to sort of catch him in the thing mm-hmm. and do the sting thing, and so they're both going to go to like. It'd be like a whole thing where you're playing up the idea that like, okay, obviously of the two of these, one of them is the one that's going to be going undercover as the like high class escort in Washington, D.C. that will like ultimately be the one that get the thing. And they go to like someplace to, to sort of scope out the scene. But like it just turns out like he's just way more into Melissa McCarthy. And so the idea being that like she's the good cop who was not expecting to go undercover and, J- and like the J-Lo character would be the cop that kind of like isn't actually that good but was there sort of as you just see what I'm saying yeah. so it's like them having to do the other person's like what they're actually good at yeah to do the thing and so it's like you, you it's like a role reversal thing where like yeah that would be what it is but I don't want to I'm trying not to articulate anything that comes off as like offensive in terms of the jokes but you see how that would be the plot of the movie in in one version of this yeah no I mean I think that I don't think I I don't think that anything you said was offensive well I was very like careful it. about it because Melissa McCarthy movies they either acknowledge Melissa McCarthy's personness in movies and how that's part of the joke or they just don't at all yeah. and kind of both are funny because she's yeah. good at it but it's like that would be the one where like you could sort of see how like pairing up in that way yeah governing bodies governing bodies what else we got anything else I mean there's to me the word bodies like it emotes like a kind of like a psychological horror tone of some sort. So I don't know if there's like a governing bodies, psychological horror here or something. I don't know. Something that's like. That's interesting. I have nothing aside from just feeling a feeling. Well, it's about the gov- which this is how all good movies. Can oh, yeah, also, also, well, governing bodies would also be like the name of a, um, and this probably fucking is, it would be the name of like some sort of really grim social documentary about like you know like the abortion ban that was just passed in the state of Georgia yeah. or something like oh, that would yeah, be the yeah, that yeah. would be the title of like the yeah. like you know what's the, it's like the the um I forget the name of that guy that does those movies but like you know yeah like Blackfish or something like that like those 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 social issue documentaries that like become a really big deal and everyone tells you to watch it but it, it's ultimately such a bummer because you're already politically on the side of whatever the issue that's being talked about is and you're kind of like I don't know if I want to see that but like I was you need to see this and it's like yeah, yeah. governing bodies and you're just like oh great. No, yeah. I haven't seen that yet. You're which like, is not what you said, but that's the You're like I need version. I need more proof that like yeah, these someone's a terrible person. Mm-hmm. Um 
like Mitch but, McConnell. Or but the governing body, so the governing that that the, the the David Cronenberg version of governing bodies that is something to do with like a, it's like the brood or something like that. It has something to do with like someone in power having some sort of supernatural influence over people's choices in their bodies, and that it's like you know. It's governing it's, bodies like they are they they, yeah. they are governing the bodies of other people. And so it's like I don't know if it's like, you know, like some movie about like if like FDR had like telekinesis and could control people even though he can't walk or something like I don't know. That's the weirdest thing I've said on the show yet. What like, beautiful irony. <laughs> just, well, it's like Professor Xavier. Like yeah. it's, it's like, oh, why can't he just make himself walk with his mind? You know, it's yeah. like I don't know. There's an answer for that, and I don't remember what it is. But I'm, like, I bet you it's deep in 1,000 million Reddit subreddits. Oh, yeah. That we're going to read later live. Yeah, we guys. could Google it. You know, it's one of those things that um, just fans don't want to hear, you know. Yeah, I mean, I, I was also just, as you were talking, I was letting my mind wander. I don't know. I think. Yeah, I mean, you could have a. Like, I don't think governing bodies would be the best title choice for this but yes like that like i'm just saying what you just pitched about i said psychological horror you said it'd be a movie about like being able to control other people other people's bodies and like that could be as simple i mean you could make a movie about that that gets political and gets you know into like corporations and all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. or something that's like just a straight good genre film too. That's just, mm-hmm. um, again, this is, like small town governing bodies is like small town Missouri. You're there's the the florist. There's the who you know everybody mm-hmm. on like the downtown block. It's mm-hmm. like the one lawyer, the one shoe guy, shoemaker, mm-hmm. the you know cobbler. Cobbler. We love our cobbler. We love it's our play, barber. Played by Daniel Day Lewis. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um. And yeah, no, I mean, it just could be. You could also just have like a small town kind of like something we like, Mister. I almost said Mister Magoo, <laughs> Mister. <laughs> um, Mister uh, Smith across the street who owns the little diner. Mm-hmm. is not as he's acting weird lately and you know i don't know it's like you, you have like a, sh- a sheriff or a mayor or somebody who's like just a body like taking over type thing or something i like guess that. so yeah. yeah yeah body snatchers like in like there's a version of invasion of the body snatchers that could be called governing bodies yeah like if it yeah if it was in a small town and it was like or like like the stepford wives or something like that my okay I, stepford wives I don't could know have been if governing ever bodies. it could have been you're absolutely i mean again not the best title in the world but no. it, it it works is it would you need to you need you just, it needs to be all like a plot that's hatched by the mayor of the town which i've never even seen stepford wives it might even be what the case is so i know we've never i've never mentioned her before so this is just going to come out of left field but <laughs> <laughs> annie brand oh oh yeah i've heard about her a little bit um uh, prop master uh, her her she calls herself prop master flash is her, oh, her set good. name um she did this movie in montana last year and it was the weirdest thing because the town they chose to shoot in which i don't know that it played i know the the film itself took place in montana but i'm not quite sure if it was like 
if it necessarily took place in that town, but that, you know, that was where mm-hmm. they were all set up and where everybody was being put up in hotels and where they were getting most of their locations. Cause they, and, and she said it was really funny. Cause I, you know, I, I went up there, we did like a road trip after, but, um, I went up to visit her like towards the end and we were having conversations with like the producers on it. And it was just, like a little indie film, but, um, which in some ways makes it even harder in this regard because the producers like, I basically had to like, turns out they don't have, they have some weird system where you don't like elect, uh, in this, and this is just t- like city specific. Mm-hmm. You don't elect a mayor or like a, like all these, you know, mo- usually these like positions that you imagine are like a governor or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's like, there's a, it was like a weird board. So immediately I'm thinking hot fuzz or something. Oh, right. Sure. You know, yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. and everything has to, go through this board of like five old people uh-huh. and then there's just these other like town folk that weigh in and it's just this weird like mm-hmm. weird sort of democratization except it's all but it's it functions way more like a because i think they are they function more like a board like that's making money so i don't know, it's just a like weird a city council yeah except that, yeah and then they're there's somebody in the middle of it too who does end up having more power. I don't know. She, she was just saying it was so hard because like this board council, whatever had, had say over like whether, like you couldn't just go to a school and talk to them. Like you had to like run everything oh, through sure, these people. Yeah. And anyway, it just makes you think of like, again, maybe we're describing hot fuzz. <laughs> yeah. But like, like a wicker man type of thing or something. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, like hot fuzz where there's also a body snatching element could be called governing bodies. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. I'm trying to think of what would be like the most i mean i you know can't talk about it but am writing a movie kind of like that so i'm trying to think of something that is different from that enough that like what would be unique enough about governing bodies like if this was that if this was that sort of small town horror movie thing and you had like a city council that was the you know literal governing body of this town but if you're going to do like what are what exactly are they doing that you know um I don't know. We may, we may have just hit. We may have. I don't know. Into into the road. Well, we're twenty minutes in. Um, Coming let's up. do something we've never done before, which is just look around the room and say things. I'm I'm serious. <laughs> um, just not? like pick a title from like from thin air. Well, it, I mean, we've never like, and I'm not joking. We've never just we always have stuff written down so we come mm-hmm. in at least like guys we're so prepared is the point we're oh yeah i know i mean it's, it's um, um you know i mean there's like or what about a movie that centers around the per- ben has this amazing velvet purple couch i do so like a movie that's just called purple couch and what? it like i think it would be like maybe it's this like like a low like an indie kind of movie that just it's a lot, it's like clerks kind of or something it's like it becomes a location where people like <laughs> congregate <laughs> yeah no i was thinking it was like a one act play set in <laughs> yeah. in uh in like uh prince's guest house <laughs> and it's just this like is better this is way better already. it's like it's well no i mean we, we can go back to the other two but it's like if you imagined a one act play you know where it's like like every like every you know it's like like time jumps and the thing and so it's like different little scenes that all take place on the same purple couch that's in prince's guest house and so it's just like different um you know sort of scenes from uh 
scenes from the party, as it were, you know, kind of thing like that, where it's like different conversations, like who are the people that would end up sitting on this couch or making out on this couch or passing out on this couch. And, you know, like all the different people that are coming to hang out at, at Prince's guest house. Purple couch. Yeah. <laughs> Purple couch. And then Prince every once in a while pops his head in. Yeah, I know. And then... But you also get his Jehovah Witness friends that are like... Sure, that's what I'm saying. It's like you like get a bunch everybody. of different people that it come to like all the different people. And like I'm creating the fictional idea that, you know, I'd like to think that Prince also had a purple couch in addition, you know, like like that's something we have in common, he and I. Um, but that like, yeah, like... This is more of a rural purple and yours is more of a lavender, but... Yeah, no, it's true. But it's like, yeah, I mean, like probably throughout the years imagining he had that couch in his guest house. So it's like, it's not the kind of, he's not replacing that furniture that often. It's not his main couch, but it's like, yeah. So there's going to be like hot girls that came to party with Prince that end up staying in the guest house. There's like other musicians that come through that like, you know, hung out on the couch. There's like, you know, the fan that like got invited to the thing. And then they're just like, you know, on the phone calling their everyone they know, like, you know, at the end of the night, be like, oh my God, I'm staying in Prince's guest house, you know? And then there's like, yeah, the Jehovah's Witness people that came that like, is tracking different elements of this guy's life you know different celebrities and stuff like that like it's more of a short story i think probably than a movie like that you that's like a new yorker piece or something like that's that totally yeah that's a total like short film and or one act play like you said but it's fun it's fun to think of i love that yeah i also thought wait what did i think there was another oh you've got this um wall that's a giant nebulous nebula that Nebulous would be the, it's like the, it's it as a adjective or yeah. maybe as a I meant nebula would it maybe even plural I don't know but yeah yeah I have a nebula wall um but you know what's funny though is I was thinking nebulous clearly <laughs> well what do you well, then, well no because yeah, the adjective go, of nebulous go off on that though um some you mean go off queen <laughs> yeah go off Kate go off queen uh no but uh I mean, Nebulous is a good title for a movie. Yeah. I, it's funny. I looked at the Nebula and thought Nebulous. But the... You could have scientists that are studying, studying Nebulous. Mm-hmm. And they're very Nebulous. <laughs> so it's, like, it's, like a, it's like one of those things where it's like... It's like... Um, like they are... Uh, it's, about, it's, it's, it's like about the complicated personal lives of people that have a very specific job so nebulous is like about like um it's like it could be like a like a sort of like team of researchers studying some formation in space from like a lab but they also have like sort of uh poorly defined like personal boundaries and like you know uh different you know like kind of like love triangle-y type stuff and so it's like the sort of sordid drama of these research scientists that are working at like the you know i don't know if they're at like the jet propulsion lab or like what, what wherever it is you'd actually be doing that at you know they will they'll work at the griffith observatory or whatever and it's like and that is the, the sort of you know the yeah and it's also just an allegory for space mm-hmm because space is also very complicated, Ben. Mm-hmm. I mean that that actually sounds like that would be like um, no, yeah, that'd be a fun movie. That's like that's like a like a Duplass Brothers movie or something like that or something. But not quite them, but like you know, yeah, it's like an indie. It's sort of an indie like sort of drama with some light comedy that's like based around the world of like you know, um, you know, research of the what would you call it, astrological research or something like that. I could totally picture that being a movie. Yeah. Well, and it's, you just have to end up 
I mean, it kind of reminds me of like a reality bites or, you mm-hmm. know, sort mm-hmm. of like a, but then with a specific job that sort of contextualizes it. I could totally see that being like, like, like Greta Gerwig's next movie or something. Yeah. Honestly. You know what I mean? It's like, it's like, it's like a step up from Mumblecore with like a, a like a bit, a, a bit more of a like, you know, you know what? And, and to go on a conversation we were having off mic, cast John Hamm in it. John Hamm is like the head researcher on the there thing. You go. And so you've got the like older guy with like, like some younger, like sort of grad student type people. And you're going to get some different stuff with just sort of like, you know, the older research scientist that like wants to hang out with the kids, but also like keeping these distances and you get the like overachiever, you know, guy or girl that's kind of like trying to be the best at the thing. And there's, there's just like a lot of like social dynamics and like romantic dynamics and stuff like that. And it would be um, like there was a movie a couple of years ago called I Origins that I, I don't think a lot of people saw. And I, I happened to go to like an early screening of it before it was released. And so you get that nice thing where you don't know anything about a movie and you go to a screening and you get to walk out with your own opinion and then it comes out and then people either don't see it or they do see it or they like it or they don't like it. And you always like walk away with, you know, you, if you're lucky, you get to keep your opinion. And it was sort of like a, a, a slightly like too dramatic movie, but it was, but this, the setting was in a, in a science lab type of thing. And it got to be very like, not melodramatic, but kind of, yeah. But it was like, I really liked that it was like realistic people that also went to their job at a lab every day. And like, they were researching like how to, um, you know, whether like the, the uh, people's eyes, like the irises, their eyes, you know, like using that, like the scan technology, like as though they're fingerprints kind of thing, like the uniqueness of eyes. And so it was all then they were researching that information and it was really cool. And then it gets into like some other stuff, but it's like, yeah, I could see like the version that kind of stays at that reality bites level and doesn't become a well, dramatic I mean, story about reincarnation, you, which is what that movie did. Well, and, and you know, it does this well is like, is the, top shelf of this is eternal sunshine of a spotless mind so like oh, sure. staying you know in in this sort of s- semi like because that's like a touch science fiction in terms mm-hmm. of but so grounded and then you know it pays it off all the way to the very end like it all stays in the same like at no point does it does it uh, roam away from its intention of like that relationship and, and yeah, this idea of yeah. like abandon, abandoning, um, you know, failure and loss over, like, you know, having it like, accepted and be a part of your life. But no, yeah, no, that, yeah, that's a good, a, a good way to look at that. And it, so all this is reminding, there was a Jonathan Latham novel that David Cronenberg was attached to direct years ago, like an adaptation of that I really wanted to, to adapt and it, it's called um as she crawled across the table which is a great title by the way uh and like but it was about a, like i think it was a husband and wife research team researching sort of like some sort of a spatial like metaphysical anomaly that was sort of like akin to a black hole that they they sort of generated in this lab and it was like you could sort of like they were doing it was just sort of like a a a, a a temporal hole and thing where they could like put things into it and they would disappear and I forget they called it the lack, like as in like the nothing, like the lack of space, like sort of like a black hole isolated within a space. And the what effectively happens in the novel, uh, and this isn't spoiling anything because it'll just make you want to read it, is that like uh, the wife of the husband-wife research team falls in love with it, even though it's like this, like it doesn't have a body and it doesn't have a, it's it's a non-corporeal anomaly in space and time. But she becomes so obsessed with it that it's basically like she's in love with it. And it becomes this sort of like love triangle between this husband and wife and this metaphysical anomaly thing that they're both researching. 
and I, I mean, I remember my friend Simon like told, had read the book and told me about this, and that's like all he told me was what I just said. And I was like, that sounds like the greatest fucking thing I can possibly imagine. I want to read this. I want to make this into a movie. And it was like this whole thing where like I think it's still tied up somewhere. Like somebody's still trying to make it, and I, I actually tried to get involved, and it, it didn't work out. But like that kind of thing. That's the more dramatic version mm-hmm. that I was just sort of rejecting a minute ago. But like that kind of thing, nebulous being like this sort of like romantic drama comedy thing about researchers studying something that would ultimately the thing they're studying, if they're studying like a nebula, for instance, would have some sort of metaphorical value back onto the relationships yes. of the things, you know, in a way that like, yeah, keeps it Wait, all harmonious. Here's one of the, here's mm-hmm. one of the um, you know, the pillars of life nebula. I don't know if I do. It's three uh nebulas so we it's so crazy i mean this is like your brain hurts trying to think of this but the we have a you know an image of it right so it looks it's like three columns mm-hmm. and it's called the the pillars of life mm-hmm. um it is some odd billion light years away mm-hmm. we it we had we got an image of it but we know that it doesn't exist anymore because of how long it took for that image oh, to come sure. back. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we know that that is just, it doesn't, it's not there anymore. Uh-huh. And what's really crazy is it's some billion odd light years away from us. But if you look at the image, you know, like these three things, three three sort of like vertical things, nebulas, um, the tallest one on the left is something like, 13 trillion light years tall which Jesus. means it's like you know it we're only a couple bill we're only several billion i mean maybe like a hundred or something billion sure, sure, sure. light years away but it's like 13 trillion tall like it's just like you can't you can't even it's, yeah it's the so most then, the most infathomably large yeah. thing imaginable to take it back to the grand canyon like yeah as, so as like the grand canyon is to us this is too like so we yeah. are like our distance from this thing is like the bottom you know i'm just being horrible with science i'm not actually i know this is not all but it's like the bottom like one one hundredth of it or something is like Uh our distance from it Uh because that's how big it is anyway all that to say is like some sort of metaphorical thing like that oh no you can totally imagine stitching that into dialogue to explain like a relationship relationship that that, like that 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 like seems so real but it's already you know it's already gone before you even got to see it and stuff and it's like it's almost like too easy you know but that's like kind of what these things are like and like if you write, if it was a good enough script like that, you can totally or even, imagine that. And then a different character would, and then says, so, you know, you'd have your character who's like downtrodden about, it, and then a different character would describe love as being like, it's too big to even, you mm-hmm. know. See the pillars of life better here? Yeah. Did you know that? <laughs> In- infathomable, no. you know? Yeah. So that's, uh, yeah, that's a cool Nebula, one. Nebula, Neb- Nebula. Nebula, Nebulas. Nebulas. Oh, man. Yeah. I mean, I think that was pretty good. Yeah, this was, uh, this was, we can call it, uh, this is under the quickie series. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so we hit 30 minutes. And I think like what we're going to try and do is we're going to, yeah, we're going to call it this and we're going to see how many of these kind of things we can get. Um, but like, yeah. We hope you had fun. Yeah. We'll see you guys next time. This has been Bye. Cahoots. Bye. <laughs>